0: This podcast contains discussions and descriptions of a sexual nature. If you are under 18 or you are easily offended, please move on and find a podcast all about Disney movies. Otherwise, come and join us. Welcome to the Pineapple Code Podcast. I am Mr. H. And I am Mrs. H. And we're a married couple who have decided to embark on a venture into the Sweeney Lifestyle to see where it takes us.
1: In each episode, we will discuss our thoughts, feelings, experiences, and what we learn along the way. So please listen in and join us on our journey.
0: Now on with the show.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Mrs. H.
0: And I'm Mr. H.
1: And today in Episode 5, we'll be discussing body image and confidence.
0: Yeah, and basically how... We've dealt with it, or we are still dealing with it. Um, what we're going to do about it, and but you know, I guess how it really comes across in the lifestyle and I guess society as well. But before we get to the main topic, let's have a chat about what we've been up to. So, Mrs. H, what have you been up to?
1: Well, Mr. H, I've been doing something rather naughty, I've been investigating sex clubs.
0: Oh, excellent, that sounds good. Tell us all about it. What have you found out so far?
1: Well, there's quite a few clubs about an hour or two hours away from where we live. And with one of those clubs, they actually have a a newbies night.
0: Oh, a newbies night. Okay, cool.
1: Yep. So so basically, it's a, you know, you go up or well, you buy a ticket for this event. And, um, and what's interesting is... Is that they have couple tickets, and they've also got unicorn tickets, and but however, if you're a single male, you've actually got to pay a premium price.
0: Okay, cool. So actually, so they do take single males then, because I know some clubs. Some the little bit of research I've done, some clubs don't let males in at all, but this one obviously, I guess, does.
1: Yes, they do, and um, it's it's quite interesting. So. So basically you go on a, a guided tour and um, and obviously you're there with like-minded people and you, you know, basically see what happens.
0: Cool. All right. Um. So looking at those those clubs, I mean, obviously you've found one that you particularly like um, that maybe we might eventually visit. Uh, was there anything else that you found out about it that, that we need to know?
1: Obviously no photos, so all mobile phones are – basically locked away in each of the rooms obviously there's lube and condoms but yeah that's probably about the the length of my research at the moment (laughs) (laughs) this was a rather large step for me
0: (laughs) well that's that's good good you know steps all steps are good steps so you know whether it be a small step or a large step that's a good step you know so i guess a little bit more research to go i guess um i've looked into this same club that you're talking about and i've yeah, you know, there's actually a couple of videos on YouTube where they talk about some of this stuff and they um the hosts um they actually have their own podcast too we have listened to that podcast as well um at least one or two episodes and it's been rather interesting so that's something that we are you know, we're, we're looking at and we might well we hopefully we will actually go and eventually visit at some point in some capacity anyway but also we've been looking at buying more toys haven't we
1: yes we have. We've got. I've got quite a collection now, haven't I?
0: Yeah. So, what what toys have you already got? Because we've been looking at some different toys that you don't have.
1: Yep. So my collection. It's a rather large collection now. So I've got a rabbit. Um, what else have I got? I've got wands. I've got a a large wand, a large magic wand, or um, the other name for it is a Hitachi.
0: Yeah, that's the brand name. Yeah.
1: Yep. That one's my favorite. Um, also got a smaller wand as well. Oh, what else have I got? Different types of vibrators. Um, yeah, Mr. H has been very generous. So
0: He <laughs> <laughs> got the remote ones too. I I I like the remote ones. So the ones by uh Love Ents. So you've got um I'm trying to think of the name of now. One's called Ferry. That's right. Ferry. Yeah. That's the the like the knicker one. Um that has a magnetic clip that clips onto your knickers so we can where while you are out, and then there's the other one, the Lush which, the, Love
1: it? Sense Lush.
0: Oh, you got you got the Lush one, yeah, that's right. But the other one, I think that you like, I think that's called the Dolce. That's the bigger, chunkier one mm. that does both the the clitoral stimula- stimulation and the G spot stimulation. That's because I think you prefer that more than the the Lush one. Mm. So yeah,
1: that's right. And what a collection it is.
0: Yeah, it's cool, and I must admit, I really do enjoy the the remote ones because we can go out to dinner with friends and and family <laughs>
1: as long as it's where we're going is loud <laughs> yeah that's right and i can
0: sit there pretending i'm just answering messages or, or playing something on my phone uh while uh, mrs h is sitting opposite me or sitting near me you know enjoying those vibrations so that there's they're really cool actually <laughs> yeah but we've been looking at getting some other stuff too so um one of the things that, that I've recently purchased for you was uh, a glass dildo, wasn't it?
1: It sure was.
0: Yeah, and I thought, well, that's something different that we don't already have. And I thought, well, maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't like it. But it will be here in a couple of days' time, so we'll be able to try it out.
1: That's right. And for some of you who may subscribe, I guess, to our Twitter account, you would have seen that Mr. H., um posted um, some photos,
0: okay, right now, there has actually been a cut because Mrs. H actually just dropped my name. <laughs> so I've actually just edited that part out, but I'm just leaving this bit in because it's a bit funny. <laughs> Not only did she drop my name, she dropped my entire name. <laughs> but you and, will not hear it.
1: <laughs> and I've just got this look of horror. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so to get back, because there'll be this odd cut in, in this editing, but to get back to it, so we were just talking about, um, I did put a post up on Twitter uh, showing the, the rack where I've put the larger toys when we, we built the sex room. And anyway, I, I asked out there if anybody, you know, uh, would like to offer up some ideas for some other toys that maybe we could I could buy, um, and we did actually someone replied to us. And awesome, um, you know, shout out to you guys. And they they showed us this toy. I'm trying to think what it's called now. I have to go back and have a look. But it was it was this odd looking thing. I would never seen anything like it before. So we're going to order one of those too. We're going to try that out, and we will let you know in one of our podcasts and probably on Twitter how good this this thing is. Hopefully it's it's going to be good. It came highly recommended, so we're going to try it out. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. H is definitely not going to say no to more sex toys, that's for sure.
1: Definitely not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which ones do you prefer? To To be honest, while I'm putting you on the spot constantly today, which ones do you prefer?
1: I like the wand. Yep. Yeah, what I find with the Hitachi sometimes is that um, it's just a bit too heavy. Yep. Um. So I like the mini wand as well. Yeah.
0: Now to clarify, so I bought the Hitachi, but I have bought the rechargeable version. There's actually two of them. There's the original one, which is apparently bigger again, and the one I bought is the rechargeable one because that way you don't have to have it plugged in. You can have it plugged in if you want. It works while it's plugged in, but if you don't, which generally you don't really want a cable tracking around while you try to enjoy yourself – so I bought that one. It was slightly smaller, um, but it's still quite big compared to the others.
1: And it's still quite powerful as well.
0: Yeah. And just a little bit of trivia I did read up when I was looking at buying one of these things and I learned about it, obviously, from the Playboy Swing TV show because they kept bringing it out in that TV show. And I thought, wow, I've got to try out one of these things because so they seem to love it. The actual device was originally designed for athletes to basically like a back massager or a shoulder massager or whatever. And obviously somebody somewhere along the line went, hmm, I wonder if I could use this for something else. And it took off.
1: And I'm glad they did.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, so we've, we've I'm going to order some more. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you can still go back to our Twitter and you can, you know, suggest more because Mrs. H is always into buy more uh, or have me buy more more sex toys. So. If You got something that you think is really cool? Yeah, let us know because uh, we're really into that. So, all right. Um, so, moving on from there, we, we might start talking about what the whole idea of this podcast, this episode, is about. So, this is kind of really to do with the idea of body image and um, and confidence. And you know, if, if to be honest, it's something that we've uh, we have spoken about and we have we've dealt with in, in a few different circumstances now. So I thought it was kind of really important maybe we we can really reach chat about it today um, Now I did a little bit of research before we get into our own personal experiences. I have done a little bit of um, research on this and basically body confidence uh, if you like, it can actually it means different things to different people and this is kind of really, really important because you know a lot of times you know you hear about people talk about body confidence and Uh, you know, identity and and stuff like that, and body image. And everybody has their own position on this. Everybody has their own belief, if you like, and what they think is good, bad or whatever. And that's perfectly fine, you know. Um, But that's one of the big issues is because everybody has their own ideas, then, you know, you end up with a big drama over trying to agree on something, you know. Um, So you read about this in the media all the time. But really, the main thing is I would say it's really about looking at yourself and being happy with yourself and loving yourself for who you are, you know. Um, Whether you be skinny, whether you be gigantic, it really doesn't matter. Are you happy in your own skin, if you like? That's what you really should be striving for, in my opinion anyway, you know. And you should really try to avoid that whole idea of perfection. Would you agree, Mrs. H.?
1: I do, Mr. H. Yep. Nobody's perfect. You know, we've all got flaws. Yeah.
0: And, you know, this is the thing, right? I think in our day and age now, you know, yeah, social media is, is something that's really causes a lot of problems with this. Because any time you see a photo online, it has been edited. Like, whether it be on Facebook or whether it be on, you know, Instagram, which is probably the, the worst one. but um, Or TikTok. Or TikTok. These things get edited, right? Specifically uh, when it, dealing with celebrities, right? So let's just put Instagram aside for a moment. We might chat about that in a minute. But celebrities actually have clauses in their agreements when photographers take photos of them that they must be edited by Photoshop before they get published. It's one of the reasons why paparazzi make so much money. Did you realize that?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Yeah, there you go. One of the reasons why paparazzi make so much money is because they're getting those photos that have not been edited right, in some way, shape, or form. And it's literally written into these contracts. So when you see all the, you know, the stars in there, they're walking the red carpet and stuff, every one of those photos has been touched up somehow. It may just be maybe a little bit of lighting, maybe a little bit of colorization, but they've been touched up somehow. And a lot of times they've been touched up to make celebrities look a little bit more, maybe more thinner or just maybe they make their cheekbones stand out or something. I don't know, whatever it is that they have in their contracts that's actually what has to happen. So, paparazzi make money because they can get those photos. And that's why you always see those trashy magazines and stuff where they have, all oh, this photo of this person at the beach. And you think, that doesn't even look like that celebrity. And that's why.
1: Oh, very interesting.
0: Which then brings me back um, to Instagram. So, with Instagram, originally the idea was just to be able to take photos and share photos with people. But it got really, I guess, taken over Um, by people who wanting to show their best sides, you know. So everything you see on Instagram, everyone looks awesome and perfect. And then celebrities get in on the act, and then they want to make themselves look even more perfect, and then everyone wants to emulate that. So you end up getting all these photos of people on Instagram that have been edited, and sometimes celebrities have been caught out. If you know how to use Photoshop, you can pick a Photoshop photo a lot of the times, right? So sometimes celebrities have been caught out doing this, and so everyone looks always perfect. So if you are struggling with your own body image or confidence, and you're looking at these people online, you're never going to be able to achieve it because it's fake. And, and I think that's that's kind of a really big problem, particularly for women, right? Definitely, I think more so for guys now. Uh, in years past, it wasn't that big an issue for guys, but now these days it is. Like everyone's going to have the six pack, and you know, everyone's going to be buff, and you know. So you see all these these things popping up. In fact, actually I just I'm going off on a tangent here. There was this guy and I don't know who he is, can't remember, but I remember seeing this. There was this guy, he was a pop star in England back in the 90s I think it was, and he had uh he had like um implants put in to look like he had abs. So, like, you know, like breast implants, but he had them in for abs, right? And I remember seeing this photo years ago. Yeah, you know, again, it was in some dodgy magazine or something where a paparazzi had snapped him Right, a few years later, after he's no longer this pop star or in this boy band, and he had a beer gut, but because he still had these implants, he basically looked like he had a tortoise shell on his front bo- belly.
1: Oh dear! <laughs>
0: yeah. So you know, this this is just it's just unrealistic. It really is, right? Um, for for a lot of people. So I think that's kind of something that you know, you know, whether you're listening to this or even us, sometimes you really got to think about it like there's. No one size fits all. There's no, you know, way you're going to achieve super perfection. It's just, it's just impossible. So why do you want to try and aim for that if you're never going to reach it? Does that make sense?
1: It sure does.
0: Now at the same time, right? I did did a little bit more research, and apparently, 80% of people feel dissatisfied with how their bodies actually look.
1: That I would believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. 80%. That, that's a huge amount, right? And you think about it, you know, if there's eighty percent, right, that would include a lot of people that you know you might look at and go, man, they look really good. Eighty percent of the people that would include some of them.
1: I don't know what to say. I'm looking at you, speechless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, this is why I spend my time researching.
1: <laughs> and he's a very good researcher. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, you know, when when you think about that, right, that that's a lot of people. Now, in my one of my my jobs. I deal with a lot of people, and it's kind of one of these things, I talk to people about this, you know, not all the time, but it's something that that does come up occasionally, I suppose. And I have this way of looking at it, um, and it's not not a perfect way of looking at it, but I, I think about this, and especially the 80% thing, if you are concerned with the way you look, right, ask yourself this, why are you concerned? And it's generally your concern because you are thinking about how somebody else is thinking about you, right?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Okay. So if you are worried about yourself, you're not thinking about the other person. You're just thinking about how they might think about you. So really, nobody is actually thinking about you because they are too busy imagining what you are thinking about them.
1: Actually, that is probably so true. Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: right. Okay. So here we are all striving for perfection for really imaginative reasons. <laughs> right. I know, that's mind blowing, right? <laughs> but you know, I try to explain that to people and, and sometimes, you know, sometimes people get it. Some people just go, No, he's you know, he's full of shit. That's wrong. But think about it, right? Nobody is really thinking about you because they're too busy imagining what you are thinking about them. And I think that's if you really put that into perspective, then you think, you know what, my, maybe my body issues aren't that big a deal, All right? But I know it's a hard thing to to really think about. Um, but, you know, if we, we take this on a little bit more of a, um, a personal note, I mean, like, so we, we've had, you know, some body issues and confidence issues. And um, if I can put you on the spot again, Mrs. H, uh, <laughs> I would argue and I could get this wrong and I might get myself in a lot of trouble here, but I'm arguing that I think that maybe you have, you know, some confidence, you know, not issues, that's the wrong way of putting it, but you lack a little bit of confidence and and you probably want to get that, you know, be more confident, and maybe that's holding you back a little bit. Do you think that's true?
1: Definitely putting me on the spot, aren't you? (laughs) I would say so, yes. Um, This is the time where we be totally honest with each other, isn't it? It It is, because I'm
0: going to tell you something, that (laughs) – in, in, very soon, I'm going to tell you something that I've never told anybody.
1: Okay, <laughs> now I'm scared. <laughs> really
0: scared. Actually, funny thing is, you actually do kind of know about it, but you probably don't know the extent.
1: Yep. Okay, then.
0: So we're going to be brutally honest in this. Brutally
1: this honest. Okay. And I've been prepping
0: myself for this, so. It's going to be,
1: yeah. <laughs> and because he's put me on the spot, I'm not prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody's got to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that seems it. like it's me. <laughs> this is a
0: good way to build confidence.
1: It is. It is. Okay. So, yep, I think, Mr. H., you've nailed it on the head. I I mean, I know the reason why.
0: Do you want to tell us? <laughs> no pressure.
1: No pressure, of course. There's never any pressure, is there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're in a safe space.
1: I know we're in a safe space. So, last few years, yes, I have put on some weight. And, you know, and in my eyes, yeah, you know… I just don't think that I'm sexy to you anymore. But, but in saying that, you can't keep your hands off me. So
0: (laughs) that is, that is very true. And, you know, if I didn't find you sexy, I would, you know, then I would be sitting on the lounge doing nothing and not speaking to you and all those sorts of horrible, nasty things that people do to each other, you know, but that's not the point, is it? You're right. I, I, do like to uh, I do have wandering hands. He does. And
1: just to give you an example, this afternoon I was prepping dinner you know, for tonight and for tomorrow night, and as I'm using sharp implements in my hand, Mr. H's wandering hands are up my top. They're caressing my bottom.
0: Yeah, I I see I don't see anything wrong with
1: this. <laughs> He just had to keep an eye out to make sure the neighbours weren't looking because we do have a kitchen window. <laughs> we do.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have we have no privacy in our back garden at all. Which is something we will talk about in another episode. <laughs> I've got that listed down for another episode. We'll, we'll have a chat about that because that's kind of a bit funny, but um but yeah, look, look, I do I do find you sexy. And it's not for me, it's not just the body image that I find sexy. I find everything about you sexy. And, you know, and that is what turns me
1: on. I'm sitting here like getting like an idiot now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, because Mr. H is always is always, you know, encouraging me to wear low-cut tops because obviously I've got I'm big breasted. Hell yeah. <laughs> or when I'm when I'm bending over because I've got a large bottom, he'll come up straight up behind me. <laughs>
0: damn straight. (laughs) So this is it, right? So, you know, you know that I love you. You know that I find you sexy. I'm not going to run off with anybody else. Um, Nobody else will probably have me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But but no, seriously, I'm not going to run off with anybody else. So with that in mind, where I'm trying to go with this is what makes you feel that way? What makes you feel not that confident? Is there anything else that that's holding you back from being more confident, if you
1: like? I think it's the way we perceive each other. Well, I perceive myself anyhow. Okay. Remember that night when we went up to Sydney and we went to Sexpo? Yeah. And it was a sexually charged day. Yeah. We get back to the the motel room or hotel room. Yeah, it all went pear-shaped. It all went pear-shaped. Yeah. And, and for
0: those of you, if you haven't listened to our first couple of episodes – We talk about that uh, and we we really discuss what happened and how we kind of fixed that.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. But I think it's just one of those things, you know, you look, you know, like we're going to a wedding and so I've tried to find, well, actually I've found quite a few dresses now, haven't I? (laughs) (laughs) But you go on some, you know, on some websites for for clothes and you see that their largest size is a 14 or Mm. a 16. You know, and I think that's quite, you know, disparaging because everyone deserves to look beautiful.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it goes back to, uh, you know, I think this was probably, was it late 90s, or early 2000s, where it was a uh, posh spice, you know, um, where she was like a size zero. They actually decided to call it a size zero, you know, like <laughs> that's unachievable. But it really, when you think about it, it's just a number that some designer somewhere has decided to stick on a piece of clothing and go, well, that's what I consider this number. But it's just a number, isn't it, really?
1: Well, it is, you know, at the end of the day. But it's also, you know, there's no standardisation of clothes either. No, that's right. So you could be a size 10 in one brand, a size 14 in another brand and so forth. And I think, you know, even though I know it's only a number, you know, it's – it's your mind playing tricks on you, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah, that's right. It is. Because, again, it's it's that whole society, you know, if you like spitting out this idea of a perfect looking person, this is you should be in this size, whether I don't know what it is, maybe it's a 12 to a 14 or something. I don't know. I'm kind of pulling numbers out of my head there. But when you look at advertising, you have this perceived idea of what things should be. And, in fact, actually kind of almost, almost segues, but – um when we talk about you know we're looking at going into the lifestyle and whenever you see advertisements and I see it all the time on Twitter advertisements for all these events that are going on and all these events usually happen in other countries so we're never going to go to them. but all of these pictures have got model perfect people in them, you know
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. you know they're what size eight to ten, maybe a 12. Yeah. They've got perfect tits. They've got a perfect ass. They've got long legs.
0: Yeah. Now, we know, we've spoken to people. We know this is not the reality in the lifestyle. But let's be honest, the advertising doesn't help with that at all because, again, you're looking at going, wow, am I going to, if I, we turn up to a sex club, am I going to fit in? Am I going to be the person standing in the corner, you know, uh, when, when the music stops, I'm still standing because everybody else is like, you know, it looks like they walked off a movie set. Would you agree?
1: Yep, I would agree.
0: That's something that, you know, we're working through that. How do you think, again, I'm putting you on the spot here, <laughs> <laughs> how do you think or what, what do you think you are, are doing or want to do to try and, I guess, you know, get past that? Is there anything?
1: Good question. I think there is. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we've been both trying to eat healthier.
0: Yeah, we haven't been too successful at that lately. No, but we
1: haven't. <laughs>
0: that is something I'll talk about soon as well. Yeah. <laughs> i got all sorts of surprises this episode.
1: Yeah, oh, now I'm scared because he hasn't <laughs> shared everything with me tonight. <laughs> no, it's not in my list. But I think also, you know, like, actually, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. You haven't heard this story before.
0: Cool. Excellent. See, we of surprises. <laughs> I'm going to learn something tonight
1: yeah he will and this and will so probably this will probably give him a greater insight all right let's hear it okay so before i hooked up with mr h i was in a 5 year relationship which probably was shouldn't have gone ahead yeah but we're all you know young and stupid we, and we all do these things yeah we've
0: all been in bad relationships because of dumb decisions we've made
1: that's exactly right so so let's just call this guy i don't know Dickhead, idiot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's not hold back.
1: Let's not hold back tonight because, hey, this is, you know, we're in a safe space and this is being honest. And I'd like to let everyone know that Mr. H and I, we've been together for over 20 years. We've got a fantastic relationship. It is very rare that we fight.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. And when we fight, it's generally not a big fight either. It's usually a bit of a disagreement. Sometimes you get super stubborn, but other than that, that's (laughs) That's about it, right? That's it. We haven't had a fight where we're throwing shit at each other.
1: No, that's exactly right. So, yeah, let's just just call this guy idiot. And I was probably an idiot for staying with him for so long as well. Um, So whenever he and I would get into an argument, which was quite often, his way of retaliation was by telling me I was a fat C. Yeah,
0: that's not cool.
1: No, it's not yeah so that's just you know 20 22 years on <laughs>
0: yeah and you know what that that's the thing right that sort of I, I guess psychological abuse and let's be honest that's what it is right um, it can stick around for a very very long time you know um and it and it shouldn't stick around for <laughs> get a bit emotional
1: no don't you dare
0: <laughs> I promised don't. myself I wasn't gonna do this. <laughs> don't remember
1: that safe space.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but that shouldn't happen. And I would never say that to you.
1: I know. And you never have. No. 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 But that's one of the reasons why I do have a hang-up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we we're together and we we can we can we can fix that because I'm never gonna say those things to you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> See, did, I just
1: caught Mister H that did unaware. Thro- that, did
0: thro- that did throw me off. That did throw me off a little bit. I didn't didn't expect to hear that. No, um, and I, I love you very very much. And I would never do that. I would never say something like that. That's just that's just not cool. Um, so, all right. So, getting I guess getting back to it. So, we were talking about what what do you feel that you are, are doing to improve your your I don't know your mental health, your confidence, or what do you think you're, you're doing? Okay. Are so, you doing anything at all? Maybe you're going, no, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just, no. I'm happy who I am. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, so, more power to you.
1: So Mr. H knows that of a night, because I go to bed earlier than what Mr. H does. Yeah. And so he knows that I listen to meditation yeah. before I go to sleep. Yeah, you know, in most cases it sends me straight off to sleep and I have a really nice sleep. And sometimes, you know, when I'm stressed at work. Then I wake up at 2.30. I wake up at (laughs) 4.30. Yeah, that's never good. It's never good. It's never good. But, you know, I listen to the meditations. I find that they work very, very well. I also, you know, at work, I try and either go for a walk at lunchtime. I've signed up to the gym at work. I've got a bag of gym stuff at work um, because we've got a gym where I work. Yeah, that's nice and handy. (laughs) It is. It is. But you know, sometimes life just gets busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's a matter of trying to set aside time or prioritize time or something like that. Uh, and that's always hard, especially, you know, when you're you're we have family as well. So it's it is hard to find that time sometimes, isn't it?
1: And when you've got the shadow.
0: Yes. And when you've got the shadow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for for those who are just tuning in, our beautiful youngest child who we absolutely love to death is the shadow
0: yes and anytime we try to do anything a bit sexy or just just time for ourselves really she just appears she gets a tingling in the force (laughs) and she'll appear (laughs) that's right (laughs) so yeah lucky enough actually we've had a little bit of time lately to be able to record our podcast because uh, she's busy in the other room with our other other daughter you know, watching television and they're engrossing that TV show so we can kind of sneak off.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is rare. It, it is. Yeah. It is. But, you know, but we do love our children. We do. We love our children. Yeah, no Yeah. sometimes we just want some me time. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. All right, so getting getting back to it. Okay, so, you know, you're doing those things to try and um, make you, yourself feel more confident and maybe feel better about your your body or your, your whole person. Right, I'm going to tell you, I'm i tell you my one body confidence issue I've had my entire life. Now, you already know it, but you probably don't know. Actually, I know you don't know because i never told anyone this. Um, how it has affected me my entire life and the way I've always felt. And I'm going to tell you when I get to the end of this. going I get it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. I was promised I wasn't going to do this. I'm going to get emotional, but I'm going to try and get through this. Um, because that was a good ending. Because at the end of this, I want you to know that the way I feel today is because of you. As sucky as this story is going to sound, and I'll and i and I'll be honest too, straight up front, like I'm not trying to take anyone's thunder. I'm not trying to say that, you know, my issues are worse than anybody else's. I'm well aware there are people out there that have got way bigger problems than I've had. Um, but, you know, this is just something I have had to deal with. And I just want you to know that at the end of it, You know, you you got me through this very recently. You don't realize. So I'm going to tell you. My one big issue is I have one testicle. There you go. I've said it. I've done it. Um, That is a secret that I have had my entire life. And it has affected me my entire life. I don't remember a time before that. When I was young, I had hernia and I had an operation and I lost it. And I, I, my earliest memories of my father telling me that, yeah you know, I have one testicle and most other people have two. So I've always known I've been different. And like I said, I'm not taking this away from anybody else who's had other issues because mine's been a hidden issue. But because I've always known I've been different and particularly going through school, and when you're at school, kids can be cruel and you know that, Right? And you're reminded of it and you're reminded, I'm reminded of this thing every day, anytime, and I'm guilty of doing it, but anytime you say, ah, that guy has not got the balls to do this, or any time the term balls plural is used, it reminds me that I am different. And I'm not the same. And the whole idea of what is a man? A man is guy who has balls, he stands up for people, and I'm not like that. Uh, And that's affected me for a long time. And, again, especially at school and growing up in England, my age group, every schoolboy knows the Hitler song, right? We got taught it by our grandparents and our great uncles and great aunties and, you know, we all know that song. You're probably thinking you don't know the song, do you?
1: I don't know the song, no. Right.
0: So the song basically goes, I've not seen a whole lot, but it basically goes, Hitler... Only had one ball, the other, he never had at all. Every schoolboy knows that song. So you're growing up knowing that you're different. You don't want anyone to find out about it. You don't feel like you're going to be a man. And you're also basically the same as Hitler, right? And that's not a nice feeling to grow up with, right? We all know nobody wants to be compared to Hitler, right? So I went through my whole schooling life, keeping this a secret, I would not even go to the toilet. I didn't go to the toilet once in my entire school. Like when I say go to the toilet, at school, I did not go to the toilet at school once in my entire life. Actually, no, I did. I do remember once when I was very, very young um, and we got in trouble for being too noisy. Yeah, you know, that was another story. But anyway, that's the only time I remember going to the toilet at school because I did not want this to be found out. When we had to do... You know, physical activities, um, and maybe we had to go swimming or something like that. I would find excuses not to go because we had to go in the chain sheds, and there was no way I was going in those chain sheds. No way at all. Um, so I went through my younger years like that. And I do remember, I remember um, chatting with friends once and uh, one of our friends, and I'm not going to mention the names, but one of our friends, I'll tell you after the podcast, one of our friends had actually made a little bit of a quip about another guy that we knew. And the other guy we knew was, you know, for our age at the time, he was a big, you know, big, strong sort of guy. And he made this quip about him only having one ball. And that was the first time I'd actually knew that there were other people out there that were like me. But I couldn't exactly go up to this guy and say, hey, man, I heard you're like me because if I did, he would fucking deny it and I would deny it too if it came if it happened to me because you did not want this getting out. he would have been thinking the same thing, right? so I never never spoken to to the guy about it. Um, and then you know you leave school and then when you leave school I mean even even when you're a teenager dating girls and stuff like that um, and definitely when you leave school, I was frightened of getting, you know, getting intimate because, you know, you can't hide that, you know, I find ways to hide it in my every other day, you know, the rest of my life, but I can't hide it when you're in an intimate setting. And I was always fearful of that. What would happen? Would, would people accept it? You know, or would they not accept it? Now, luckily, when I did have relationships, they they were accepting, so that was okay. But every time your relationship would end and you you know, you back out there on, on the market if you like, or whatever, um, you'd always have that fear would creep back in, right? Um, and even when you're going out or going to the pubs and stuff like that, like I wouldn't I would not, and I still don't, will not use a trough in a toilet, in a public toilet. I will use a cubicle. And i do that because of that. Um, so I would always have this fear. And I even remember when I told you for the first time. And I still remember your reaction. And your reaction was, i got to see this. Now, you didn't mean that maliciously and I didn't take it maliciously, but that's what it's like. It's like, wow, this is, this is something different. i got to see it. And, you know, I love you because you never thought anything different of me because of that. Um, but it's just those are the things that stick in your mind. You know, when you have this secret. Now, recently, our son had to have an operation. And with this operation, it looked likely at one stage, he was going to lose a testicle as well. And I was super calm on the outside. But I can tell you, I was really fearful. I didn't want him to go through it. I didn't want him to have to, to hide it as well, like I have. But I didn't want him to have to live that life either and and luckily he didn't have to you know so it was it was good for him but when we were going through that and this is this is kind of getting to the good part i promise um when we got we we're going through that we we're in the hospital waiting and we were ringing around relatives and stuff and explain what was happening and i remember you spoke to one of our relatives and i'm not going to mention who it was but you you spoke to him and you said, look, it's okay. This is what's going to happen. This is what potentially could happen, but it's okay because Mr H has the same problem. And yeah, you didn't say problem, but that I can't remember the exact words. But you said, yeah, I have this the the same uh, the same thing. And again, I was calm on the outside, but inside I was like, I was to myself. Why would you tell people that? The unit didn't mean to and, it, you know, I didn't take anything from it. But I was just inside. I was thinking, why? You know, I'd, I'd spent years keeping this thing a secret. Why? And I was so frightful that now I'm going to have to deal with people are going to come up and ask me about this or, or they're going to judge me for it or something like that. But you know what happened? That didn't happen. And people didn't come up and ask me and they didn't judge me for it. And I... That was the point in, throughout my whole life and, you know, having the acceptance a few times around. But at that point, that was when I really truly realized it doesn't matter. And, you know, we've talked about it before about how I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I really don't care what people think of me anymore. That was it. You know, when I'd already been on that that journey to to that revelation, if you like, but when that happened, that was when I realised, you know what, this is me, fuck it. And I'm happy with that. And, and I have you to thank for that. And that's a good thing. Oh, Mrs. H is speechless.
1: That she is, that she is. But I can honestly tell you that it doesn't matter to me.
0: I know, I know It, it never I know, has. I know, I know, I know it has. I know, but it's as I said, it was something that that has affected me all my life, and I am now at that point where I, you know it, it shouldn't affect me. And you know what? If if someone else is listening to this and they're the same, don't let it affect you like it affected me. You know, um, it's okay to be you, and that's that's the real. I guess the message that I have taken a long time to really, really, really understand and really learn, but it's okay to be you, and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. You know, and so, and again, I have you to thank for that, Mrs. H, and that's so, so important to me. You have no idea.
1: <laughs> I feel like crap at the moment. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you
0: should no, you should not feel crap. You should not feel crap. You know, please, you should not feel crap. You should feel the opposite of that. Because that has made such a difference to me. And I I love you for that. I really, really do. So anyway, but that's, it's all good now. Okay. It's all good. And getting onto something a little bit better, you know, um, was we've been talking about doing this for a while, but we haven't had a chance because of weather and and activities. We keep talking about maybe going to a nudist beach, right?
1: We do. We do, right?
0: (laughs) And, you know, I'm super keen to do it because I want to be able to stand there and go, you know what? Fuck it! Here I am,
1: in all my glory, in
0: all my fucking glory. You know, um,
1: and I get to see that glory every day. You do. That's right,
0: you do. So yeah, you know, body confidence is one of those things that we we talk about, and we're getting back to the main main thing here. We talk about this stuff, and and but, you know, what are we doing about it now? What am I going to do about my body confidence? Well, obviously. You know, there's not a lot I can do other than be accepting of who I am. And I am now that person, which, you know, really wholly, 100%, you know, that person now. Where before I was always accepting, but I was kind of hiding stuff. I'm not that person anymore. And I was also thinking, and I came up with this idea the other day. I've had this idea for a while now, but I've been a bit... Just and been a bit lazy. It,
1: and it sounds like this is going to be a first that I'm going to be hearing about it.
0: Yeah, well, no, not really. But anyway, we've been talking about obviously uh, eating healthy and stuff like that. So we're getting back onto topic. So we've been talking about eating healthy. Um, and I thought, yeah, you know what, I've got to lose a bit of weight. Now, not that I'm particularly overweight, but I'm starting to get a bit of the dad bod, right? Um, and I know a friend of mine who I used to work with left to become a fireman and he had the – Dad bod. He literally was the you know the ideal of a dad bod. He had it. And he's been in the fire brigade, you know, for about six months. And I saw him uh back before Christmas and he was buff. And I'm like, man, I never thought I'd see you looking like that, right? So anyway, I thought, you know what, I'm not gonna get buff like him. <laughs> the amount of work that he's got to do for that is just no, I'm just I don't have the time. But what I am gonna do is I figured, you know what, I'm going to just get myself looking a little bit better. Uh, so I'm going to dedicate 20 minutes a day. Uh, I'll do it in the mornings before I get, when I get up. i am got to get up early anyway. Uh, 20 minutes a day just to try and, you know, uh, tone up a little bit. I'm not talking about pushing weights and becoming Arnold Schwarzenegger, but just, you know, maybe get rid of the, the dad bod belly and stuff like that and just tone up a little bit. I'm going to try it for 10 weeks and see what happens.
1: I'm very proud of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mrs. H just wants to see those washboard abs. <laughs> yeah, let's go for those washboard abs.
1: <laughs> Mr. H, I find you sexy no matter <laughs> what you look like.
0: But I, you know, I thought, no, you know what, why not? I'm going to give it a go. See what happens, you know. Um, it's only going to take me 20 minutes a day. That's so what I'm going to put into it. I'm not going to put any more in that. Now, you out there, I'm not a fitness freak and I'm not a gym junkie. I'm sure there's going to be people out there who probably are going, oh, no, you've got to do this and they'll probably have all sorts of things that, that I should be doing and drinking protein shakes and all sorts of other stuff. And you know what? I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to eat healthy, eat a little bit less, and I'm going to do this. And let will see what happens in 10 weeks.
1: Let's have a challenge. You and me, babe. All right, let's do it.
0: <laughs> I'm up for it. Let's do it. Let's start tomorrow. We'll indulge tonight and then tomorrow we'll start. Game on. All right. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, I must say, this has been emotional
1: (laughs) it has hasn't it It
0: (laughs) Uh, so what takeaways have we got from this episode mrs h Uh,
1: where do i start i think the the main message is perhaps we just i mean even though we are honest with each other yeah we just laid all on the table not you know neither of us are going anywhere
0: that's right i'm not going anywhere (laughs)
1: Neither am I. So. <laughs> I'm firmly planted in this chair. <laughs> Look, you know, at the end of the day, I love you. Yeah. It doesn't lo- matter, you know, about anything. And I haven't I gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I love you as well. And you know what? I think this is why, like, going on this journey into the lifestyle, this is why, you know, I think we're going to be fine no matter what we end up doing. We're going to be fine because we have such a strong bond You know, um, and I think that's really important for us. I think we have a strong bond and we know that, you know, we know each other's flaws and nobody's going to be perfect. So I think going into it, you know, if we can understand that with other people as well, you know, again, going back to like all the advertisements for the lifestyle and all these models and stuff, if we truly just, you know, so you know what, everyone that's going to be at these places that we go to are going to be just like us right, they may look a little bit different but they're going to be just like us and I think that's probably a really important thing to think about.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: All right. So have you got anything more to say in this episode or, or is that it? Are we wrapping it up?
1: <laughs> I don't know what else I can say. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Okay, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Um, so I don't I don't know how long we've been talking for, probably about 40 minutes or something. I don't know. But let's wrap it up. Um, Oh, hang on. Before we wrap it up, we can't wrap it up yet because I've got a crazy news story. So let's have a look at the crazy news story or media story for this episode. Now, this one comes from a uh, super reliable source. It's called The Daily Star. And now if anyone is familiar with The Daily Star at all, you know, it's an absolute trash, trashy, uh, tabloid, crappy paper. But at least they've got video and photos to um, go along with this story. So (laughs) there is proof to this story. Here it is. So the story's headline is police hunting couple caught performing lewd sex act on UK train in viral clip. So anyway, uh, apparently British transport police are on the hunt for a couple who were caught performing a steamy sex act on a train carriage after a video of the raunchy incident went viral. So I'm not going to read through it because there's only a few lines, but basically, I'm looking at the photo, I'll add this into the show notes, but basically there's this girl sitting in in the, the seat and she's got her boyfriend or husband or whatever, he's down on his knees, she's got her, looks like her pants around her ankles and he is licking her pussy and going for it. And the guy in front, sitting in the chair in front, he basically's put his phone on, and he looks like he's you know taking a selfie, and he's just moved his camera across so that uh, the people could see this this guy going for it on his girlfriend or his wife. Um, I say more power to you, man. Good luck, Mrs H. has got nothing to say.
1: <laughs> what does one say to a news article like that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Well, like I said, it is from a, an absolute trashy publication, but anyway, yeah. So that is our crazy media story for this episode. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. And we will chat with you next um, yeah, next podcast, I suppose. Hopefully that won't be too far away. Um, what we will be talking about in our next episode, um, I'm not too sure yet. I've, I've got it listed down here, but maybe we we'll might, might change it. So we will keep you in suspense over that one. And don't forget, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Pineapple Code. You can also email us using the email thepineapplecode01 at gmail.com. And we are also on Instagram at thepineapplecode. So that is all from me.
1: And me. See ya. Bye.